Hey, Holland. Hey, Carlos. I just have something. Sorry, let me bring this out. It's big, yeah? It's gigantic. It's a cake. Oh. You see how many candles I put on it? <sighs> ten. Ten candles. You know why? Because it's our 10th anniversary. Wow. This is our 10th episode. And all I have to say is. Ha. Ha. What are you going to say? Uh ha. <laughs> Tiff or Tabble. Oh. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Happy 10 episodes. We're doing it. We've come so far. Yeah, I've come so far. You know what's wild? <laughs> this is almost like three months old now, yeah? It feels like we started forever ago. It feels like we've, we should have like 35 episodes in our belt at this point. But yeah. I'm happy with everything we've done. We have 10. We have a gentleman's 10 yeah. under our belt. Yeah. Look at underneath my belt. <laughs> Look at underneath my belt. It's a solid 10. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big old X. <laughs> Oh, so you're Roman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about us. We've we've come so far. Yeah. We're like on the corner of of famous and really. If I'm not famous <laughs> by Friday, what? I'm going out. You've been famous since the raccoon video, buddy. So you're immortal. You ever think of that? You ever think of that? You're immortal now. You're always there to like pick up my spirits, so <laughs> I appreciate well, that. Spirits as in like the alcohol on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I've had that Jameson bottle on the floor. Pick that up for me. You're always lifting up my spirits. Do you want to talk about what we're drinking tonight? I kind of do. Because okay. last last episode, yeah. previously on Tiff or Tabble. <laughs> That's right. We talked about um, how we should we should make a cocktail for us. Right. And um, you're Scots-Irish. I'm Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I was like, let's mix those two together. Yeah. Today you brought in some of the I mean, the best ingredients ever, right? We have, you brought in Jameson, yeah. as I said earlier, Guinness, mm-hmm. arguably one of the greatest beers of all time. And you also brought a Cuban cafecito. Is that what you call it? Cafecito cubano. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, cafecito is just like, you know, little coffee. So oh, like okay. an espresso. Um, and cubano just means Cuban. Yeah. So a little Cuban espresso. Usually you and I do a little episode, and then we get the heck out of here. And I don't remember what we talked about. Yeah. And then I'll edit the show. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who sits with the headphones and puts it all together. And I was like, oh, we talked about having a cocktail, a little special cocktail for our 10th episode. Yeah. And I mentioned to you, like, oh, we could do a Cuba Libre, which is Coke, a nice, healthy squeeze of lime. Mm -hmm. What's the fun stuff? Is that rum? I think it's rum, yeah. Yeah. They're rum actually really good. But what else do you put in there? You don't put anything else in there. There's nothing Irish you can put in there. Yeah. I wish there was, but there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was thinking was, why mess with the, the Jameson and, and Guinness thing? It's already like a really beautiful combination. Like yeah. literally, pour yourself a Guinness, mm-hmm. not the extra stout. Just get like no, a no, standard no, no. Guinness. Just an extra Guinness draft. A That's little it. splash of Jameson whiskey. Mm-hmm. Man, they're just so great together. They are really good. Yeah. And so before I came to the Tiff for Table studios today, <laughs> I thought about uh, what could I do to this drink that was Cuban? And I said, that's illegal. Yeah. So then my second... <laughs> so then my, <laughs> I don't want to go to jail over 
a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't. So then I took my second thought, mm-hmm. which was like, um, like a Cuban espresso, let's say. Because a Cuban yeah. coffee is really good as well. Very good. So I pulled a shot at home. I have a little uh, mini barista stash. I did put a little sugar in there to keep it kind of like a Cubano espresso something. Yeah. And then I dumped that into the Irish whiskey Guinness cup that we had. And how did you like it? It's dynamite. It's really you, good, huh? You kind of, uh, what did, I think the exact thing I said was, you kind of fucking did something here. Because <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. Because, I mean, Guinness is such a beer that is so malleable. It, it's, it's, it's the one beer that you can mix with almost any other beer. Instead of like an IPA, I would never mix Guinness with an IPA, because IPAs are just so aggressive. Yeah, I know. Um, but if you mix a Guinness with an Irish Red, for instance. Mm-hmm fucking brilliant oh no way yes so if you have like a guinness or like a killian's irish red i think it's called a black and velvet uh, a black and blue which is a guinness and a blue moon like a citrus sea kind of belgian wheat so i wouldn't white. think those would go together they're so good holy smokes um, i have one that i don't think i ever actually gave you a real one of and i the my black and orange my halloween beer and it's <sighs> a guinness a and an oktoberfest which is, we tried. Remember we, we tried? We tried, but we got the extra stout, and it tasted like garbage. So I erased that from my memory. Well, because not a lot of people know. They, they look at Guinness, and they think it's like, they're like, oh, look at that motor oil. And I'm like, shut up, dude. It's light. Yeah. Calorically, it's surprisingly low. Thanks for saying calorically. Yeah. But you did tell me, like, isn't it less than like a Corona or something? I think it's like on par. Yeah. With Corona. But the ABV is definitely less. It's, it's not as alcoholic. Yeah. And if you... Let's go ahead and raise it up. Raise it up to the light if you can find a light. It's a ruby red ale. Guinness is actually a red. I'm learning so much right yeah. now. It's a little hard to get the right light, but if you can actually see the light come through the beer, it mm-hmm. is a it is a beautiful ruby red beer. Well, I love it. I love it. I think we have a drink. I think we named it. Did we name it in the last episode? Did we name it in the last episode? I didn't finish the last episode. I know. I still, I'm, giving right you, now? I'm giving you a little edit. Oh, well, I know what it's named. Oh, you know what it's named? I just remembered. Oh, what is it? It's called the different table. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> like, how could I forget? <laughs> Was it just called the different table? Did we not come up with a better pun? I'm well, kind of upset. I'm, I'm upset at me. Well, if I'm allowed one redo, sure. based on this drink I'm holding right now, I would definitely call this the diarrhea. <laughs> I was literally taking a sip. <laughs> I almost spit it out. I saw you. And I was like, I'm going to finish this joke because oh, I see him going no. for it. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. I would I would call it the diarrhea. Yeah. Okay, that was episode two. <laughs> Wasn't it? Episode number two. Episode number two. It was. Honestly, by accident. I think like in post, yeah. we realized that this was episode number two. It's because God's working with us you know on, the, on our show. God's on our side. Yeah. He's on our side. What She's was, on our side. What was, uh, yeah, she is. What was one of uh, your f- favorite episodes to date? I'm so glad you asked me that question. My favorite episode has to be Arsenio Hall. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Dude, episode uh, eight. Is that episode is eight? Is it eight? It's called The Most Embarrassing Things, I believe, is what I named let it. Me, let me look it up. Episode seven, The Most Embarrassing Things. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> it's because it's so comedically brilliant. I haven't laughed that hard in such a long time. Like, I was weeping 
Yeah. You just kept talking and I I literally needed a moment. Like yeah. I needed a timeout, but you just kept speaking. <laughs> I, did. I was like, I kind of need to step away for a bit. It's so, the show that keeps on giving and I don't benefit from that show at all. <laughs> I mean, you do. Do I? It is just so fucking funny. There are moments that that I wish I had a time machine and no, it's not to go back and save the world, but it's to go back and <laughs> hang out with young Holland, dude. Because I feel like me and you in that age, like high school, we would have been fucking bros, 100%. I hope we would have. 100% would have been bros. So. Oh yeah, dude, we would have had a band together. If we had a band, what would it be named? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could think about it. Yeah. Um, what if we had like a White Stripes-esque band where it's just me and you, right? So okay. Like, Guitar, drummer, yeah, both running vocals. Okay, done. What's our band? I'm trying to work my name into like, what is it? It's uh, Carlos Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh man. Hell yeah, Carlos Lobos. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> but That's, then I'm left out. No, you're not. You're the wolf. You're the lobo. Oh, okay, good. You yeah. are the lobo. Okay. I feel like we don't need a time machine. I think we should just like do this. Let's start a band. Carlos Lobos. Like and subscribe if you want to hear Carlos Lobos' first song. Okay. I feel like this show is very important to me. I feel like this is a great outlet for me to get a lot of things out. Mm-hmm. It's a great outlet for just us to hang out because you're one of my best bros. Yeah. I just feel really, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I feel lucky. And uh, yeah. It's important that we, we talk about this stuff. And I think we should tell more stories. And I know what we're talking about today. So I'm super excited to get to it. It's not an understatement at the point that we are recording this. For me to say this is probably one of the most important stories of my life. You've referred to this story as your own personal eat, pray, love story. Exactly. It yeah. is literally my eat, pray, love. Do you mind if I uh, pour myself another uh, diarrhea and we can, uh, we can talk about... What are we going to talk about? We're talking about my Thailand story is kind of a perfect storm. And then I say that in, in, the, in probably the most exact way. Like it, It's so bittersweet to me in that order. I love it, and I adore it every single time that I say it. Yeah, it's it's a big one. It's a doozy. So why don't uh, I play a little music here while I pour myself a Daria? Yeah, let's do it. And uh, we'll come back and talk about Thailand. I love Thailand. For contextual reasons and for tone, I got to start from the beginning. And that was me booking the trip. Uh, It was with me and my girlfriend. We had been planning a trip out of the country. We're like, fuck it, we're doing it. Found a great website. And I'm like, cool, this is definitely not my first choice of a place to go. It's not even in my top 10. But I'm going to go because I'm with this girl. She's beautiful. I love her very much. We're going to go to Thailand. We're looking at places to stay. And I was like, you know what? There's this one trope that I always see. And I'm like, you can get a fucking incredible room in Thailand for dirt money. Yeah. And I was like, I want a room that has a pool. Let's get a romantic room, big bed, great view, yeah. a pool on the balcony. The reasoning that I had with getting this hotel was like, you know what? 
if we book this place and we end up not finding things that we loved, we can always retire back to the room. Right. So if we have a day where I'm like, oh, that tour kind of sucked, but we can go back to the room, open up a bottle of something, get some room service, have a beautifully romantic night on the balcony in our own infinity pool. So... We we book all these things and we have these these plans and I remember I remember being like hey all of this stuff is non refundable mm-hmm. and I was like we're getting it for this cheap price but it is literally non refundable yeah it's like if anything happens we are not getting that money back mm-hmm. she's like yeah that's cool and I'm like okay cool you gotta love me because we're we do. going here because we were not the strongest we had already broken up once before mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then we booked this amazing trip that I'm like, hell yeah, looking forward to starting to practice my my tie. You remember any of it? Uh, Swati clap. What'd you call me? <laughs> she heard me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, needless to say, she broke up with me. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's that. <laughs> and then from there, we had this disgusting drama back and forth. And I'm like, so we have this trip booked. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> this yeah. super romantic, like week and a half trip mm-hmm. booked in Thailand, where we have the most amazing honeymoon resort bedroom. She's like, I'm not going. And I'm like, that's that's fine. You don't have to go. I'm not, I'm literally not forcing you to go, but I'm going to go mm-hmm. because if I don't go, then that's just literally money that's gone and I'm gonna be here. So there was this incredible back and forth. And then at the end of it, she was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm I'm, I'm never going to stop you from going. Thailand is a huge place. I'm not going to sleep in the same bed as you. I'm not going to follow you on your day tours. If you find somebody out there and you want to sleep with them, hotel rooms are like $5. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm like, it's okay. I'm not going to rob you of this moment that we, that we split. I know this is a place you wanted to go to. I'm not going to ruin that for you. We start uh, communicating, making plans. I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm going to be at the airport at this point. And at this point, she was living in Florida. She's like, cool, like I already booked my flight. I get to the airport. I'm checking my bags. I'm like, hey, I'm here. Just want to know where you were just in case we needed to check in together since our tickets were, you know, bought together like under my name. And uh, she's like, oh, I'm not coming. I just, I forgot about the fact that you were at the airport when you found that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at the airport. I'm like putting my bags in. I'm like, hey, do you want me to wait for you? And she's like, oh, no, I'm not coming. And I'm like, what is, like, what do you mean you're not coming? She's like, no, I'm just not. I'm not going. I can't. And so I'm, I'm at this moment where I'm like, you're not even here. You're not even in California. And now I know that. And you took this huge financial hit to force me on this trip alone. So I wasn't able to bring anybody else. She was openly scared of me bringing some random girl on this romantic journey. I don't want to be with you, but no one's going to be with you. No one's going to be with you. Yeah. I immediately fell into myself. I was so depressed and I was angry and I'm like kind of kicking myself in the ass about all of this and like going through TSA and I'm like I literally need to survive like this long fucking flight that changes in China and I'm on the plane and I'm going through so much shit I'm like spiraling 
I'm angry, I'm crying, I'm going through every emotion in the book, mm-hmm. trying to to bring some equilibrium to myself. And I'm like, you know what? The only thing that's going to help is another free beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> and they were so great, but I drank so many of those. There you go. And I'm like, here I am. I'm I'm on this flight and I'm dreading every moment of it. Are Get you, to Thailand. Sorry, are you thinking the whole flight like... Mm-hmm. Great. This entire trip's going to be just garbage now at this point. Yeah, 100%. The, the the one thing that I was the most afraid of and almost came to fruition was I was like great, like I'm going to be in this beautiful resort and I'm never going to leave. I'm never going to step out of my room. I'm going to stay in there and I'm going to be a depressive drunk mess <laughs> and then then fly back home. And then I'm going to have to make up some story. So it wasn't that I, I went to Thailand to cry for, you know, 13 days. It was such a fucking punch in the jaw. Like, it really was. Yeah. So I land, go to the hotel, check in. The second I get there, he's like, oh, welcome. Thank you for checking in. Have a seat. They bring me, like, a cup of some amazing tea. And at this point, I'm looking around. that The resort is so gorgeous. Yeah. And they were just so happy that I'm there. And it's like, you know, five-star shit that I'm just not used to. I go up into my room and I'm like, wow, this is incredibly beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's stunning. It's really everything that I I wanted it to be. But of course, every fucking second of this is so, it's, you know, a rose with thorns. It's very bittersweet. And I'm like, give yourself, and I told myself, I was like, give yourself a couple of days. This is going to suck. Give yourself a couple of days and then make the most of it that you can. I order room service. I get some pad thai. I get a lot of beer. And I'm just drink, drink, sleep. The bed was amazing. And I just (laughs) would just go through and I would try to make friends with the staff because I was too afraid to just leave the resort. Honestly, it was tranquil as fuck it was so beautiful it was incredible so i got my eat pray (laughs) out pretty early right and i'm like you know what i want to pray even fucking harder Ooh. and i was like you know what? i think i'm about ready to maybe see some of the nightlife right you know so carlos finally got courageous enough got this booked i'm like here we go let's do it 8 55 i'm like waiting out in front of the resort and then some guy uh, comes up, just comes walking in. He has a fun hat. He's got braces. He has sunglasses on at night and a pipe. He's like, hey, I'm Joe. And I go, oh, okay. He says his name is Joe. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you on a tour of the nightlife. And we're driving. And he's like, so what do you want to do? Do you want a ladyboy? Do you want to see a ping pong show? And I'm like... You know, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> so the order he went in was Ladyboy, Ping Pong Show. Honestly, think it might have been the other way. I think he might have said Sex Show, Ping Pong Show. Yeah. Because it's very famous out there. Wow. Ladyboys. Because I think like with the Ladyboys at the end, he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to assume, but we can, we can get you one. And I'm just like, you know what? I just kind of want to see some bars, maybe some live music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. That's fine. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. Yeah, and he's like taking me around, like, you know, showing me some stuff. And then we get to this like random shady parking lot. And he's like, here we are. We're going to park here. I'm like, okay, maybe this is where I die. 
<laughs> but then he's like, no, 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 we're, we're here. So get this guy and we're, we're walking down walking street and he just starts explaining the nuances of things that I, that I, that I've been noticing. I've been noticing that there, that a lot of the bars that are, there are the girls that just stand outside and they're wearing either some sort of uniform or just some sort of skimpy outfit. And they're just catcalling, right? They're like catcalling, trying to get people into the bar. And I'm like, what is that about? And he's like, he's like, that's a bar girl. A bar girl is basically a girl that if you, if they like you, they bring you to the bar, they sit you down and they stay with you to have drinks. Yeah. They want to, they want to get you in the bar and they want to keep you in the bar and they want to keep you buying drinks. And what you do with the bar girl is they basically just like act as like your girlfriend so that you keep buying more drinks and also you buy them drinks. Yeah. So when you buy a bar girl a drink, it's more expensive. And they basically get the difference there. Yeah. So they get they profit off of you buying them drinks. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. It's like almost like an ambassador kind of a thing. You know, they're they're advertising the bar, they're getting you in there, they're making making you be a patron. Yeah. And if you like them, you And they're boozing with you. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, Yeah, and he's like, and if you're good, they'll stay with you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because one of the biggest tropes that I saw in Pattaya, Sin City, was just like aggressively old dudes just walking around hand in hand with aggressively young girls that they were clearly not related to, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, yuck. Yeah. That's that's a big yuck, yucky yikes for me. Totally. Basically, at this point, I'm like, all right, dude, no, I, I, uh, I had booked a different tour for the next day. I'd found a tour to do the following day. So I'm like, I'm going to go home. I got another one tomorrow that I want to do. That's a little early. And he's like, but let me show you these two things. Let me show you this, this other street. It takes me down this entire street that has nothing but bars, like butt to butt bars. Right. Just with different, like three, four bar girls in front of each bar with their own uniform, their own theme. Yeah. And they're all just hooting and hollering at me. And I'm like, Oh wow. And then we get back to to like really close to where I am and then he just turns down this dark alley. Pitch black and stops in front of a house. Rolls down the window. And someone comes up to the window. Just starts talking in 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 Thai. I have no idea what they're saying. And like pointing back at their porch and there are girls. Very young girls just all in front. Yeah. Waiting and he's like, "Yeah. Just whichever one you want." You can have them for like a thousand baht, which, which I think is, is like thirty dollars. He's like, "This is what you can get." Yeah, this is where you are. And like, drove me down. I saw like different like pimps that would just run up to the car and be like, "Hey, what are you looking for? What do you want?" And then other like women just coming in, and he like just rolled down the window, and they just were grabbing me, grabbing wow. me, fondling me through the window of this car, and I'm like. Heart racing, terrified. Get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, honestly, all they all they could have done was just punched me in the face and <laughs> kicked me out of the car. You it's know what I mean? Only trouble there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is clearly, clearly, God is not looking at this area of <laughs> of town. So, needless to say, we, he drove me back to my hotel, and I'm like, all right, thanks so much, Joe. You have a good night. And he's like, hey, if you if you ever want to go back down that alley, you have my number. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I remember asking him, I'm like, can anyone just like walk through here? And he's like, no, 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 you never want to walk. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 never, never walk down there. Yeah. So I got a new guide (laughs) 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 the next day. Took me to uh, a Buddhist temple, which is beautiful. I can't wait to share those pictures. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. At that point, I had got really, really confident. I, I had burst out of my depressive shell, and mm-hmm. I was just walking. I was walking miles. But there was this one night, I, I think it was like my second to last night there. And I'd been so adventurous these other nights before, and I go to this place. It was, it was called Mai Tai. And I go in there and I have an amazing meal. And it was like really fancy. And I was like, you know what? They have a Mai Tai on the menu. I don't think I've ever had one. So I order a Mai Tai. My first Mai Tai in Thailand in a restaurant called Mai Tai. (laughs) And so I'm at the point of like drunk confidence. I'm like looking out. I'm like sitting by the window and I see a bar just across the street. And they looked like just these these friendly, homely looking women who were just (laughs) catcalling random strangers and tourists that come in but once they said no they didn't give a shit and they would just dance they would dance they were having a good time they all looked like they were like friends yeah it just warmed my heart i'm like they look like they're having such an amazing time yeah and it was my second to last night and i thought to myself you know what i'm gonna walk by that bar if they put on as big or a bigger show to get me into the bar as they did with some of the random tourists there i'll go in Mm mm-hmm I'll go in, I'll have a drink, and I'll see what it does. And so I'm out, I'm walking, they see me from far away, and they just hoot, Mm -hmm. they holler. They did this really funny thing where they took out their phone and started like recording me like, oh my goodness. That is such an amazing look. (laughs) Like trying to be like, oh my God, look at, wow, oh my God, (laughs) handsome. They were like, come in, come in, come in. And then I look at them and I shrug and I go, okay. And I walk in and they scream. They scream. They're just jumping, bouncing up and down. And um, that's when I met her. Is this our first cliffhanger? I think so. I'm excited. I don't want to stop talking, but... I feel like this is an appropriate place to stop. Because this is when it gets real good. This is when, like I said, it's my eat, pray, love. And we found my eating, my praying. And we haven't gotten to the love yet. That's true. Yeah. All right, my friend, till next week. Till next week. I'm going to be drinking a good old-fashioned diaria. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll see you next week. All right, man. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Tip for Tabble. If you want to shoot the boys here a message, go ahead and email them at t4tcast at gmail.com. That's T, the number four, T, cast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.